0: Welcome to Member Maker, a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for Squarespace, WordPress, Webflow, Wix, Duda, Weebly, and custom HTML sites. Learn more at Memberspace.com. Hey, Stephanie. Welcome to Member Maker.
1: Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. So why don't you tell everybody out there, what does your business do and who do you help?
1: Well, my name is Stephanie Lincoln. I am a former Army captain and a licensed mental health counselor and a certified fitness trainer. And I own Fireteam Whiskey, which is a military health and fitness business. And it's all online virtual personal training, fitness coaching, uh, nutrition coaching, and uh, pretty much a community of like minded individuals, veterans, military members, first responders, law enforcement, and we try and keep each other healthy and well.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds like a, a wonderful mission. Is it strictly for those folks that you just mentioned, like me as someone who is none of those, am I not allowed to join? Is that how that works?
1: <laughs> no, we we don't turn anybody down. We have our primary audience who we obviously target and talk to, which are military members, veterans and first responders and their spouses. But no, yeah, we've had uh, civilians, uh, you know, quote unquote, join our program just because, you know, they like the camaraderie, you know, that our community tends to have. And also it's a little bit more disciplined. You know, it's it's more kind of like we're kind of holding you to the fire. We're holding you accountable. This is we're not going to take your excuses. You know, this is more like a a boot camp having somebody kind of in your face going, hey, look, you know, you committed to this and we're going to hold you to it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. So how did you actually find this business niche?
1: Well, of course, it came out of my background as a army fitness trainer. I actually was a level one combative certified trainer in the military. I was an army instructor. And then I came out of the army and worked military mental health contracts for many years and one glaring thing just kind of kept coming up over and over again. I'd be sitting at these medical events with these, you know, prime of their life, quote unquote, young soldiers, you know, 20s, early 20s. And they'd have all of these complaints about aches and pains and chronic health issues, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, 60 pounds overweight. And, you know, it just became a glaring, obvious issue to me that. You know, not only has obesity infiltrated, you know, our, our American society, but it has infiltrated the ranks of our military members. And, you know, obviously being a helper and, and somebody who comes up with solutions to problems, I created Fireteam Whiskey. I wanted to create a virtual program where we could reach any military member, any first responder anywhere in the world and get them fit to fight.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that's a really great mission, and it makes sense, right? You're, you're, it's your people to you're already helping. So you said you were a former army captain. So from that role, you somehow transitioned into doing fitness for the army.
1: Yes, I I was an army instructor, and uh, I was a, a, a level one combatives instructor and i just love fitness i was on the army national guard um and national endurance racing team so I, I did 300 mile races i'd always been into fitness so it was just kind of a natural progression for me to combine you know the two things that i love to do for military members is to help them get fit but also help them get fit mentally as well
0: right so how did you come up with the pricing model for for what you're doing right now stephanie
1: Oh, wow. We could talk about that for like hours. The brief summary of what we did was we basically tried a lot of different price points. Our business model has changed, you know, just like most young small businesses with feedback and and consumer response. So we initially had just basically one package that was very large price point. And with people going through, you know, making these purchases, we we discovered that, you know, we needed to offer lower price point commitments to just continue to be a part of our economy and and part of our, our program, you know, after they got done with the big purchase. So kind of more of a maintenance plan, so to speak. So we actually um, ended up as of now, two and a half years later, after we started the business, now we have uh, three price points. So we decided we used to have a lot. We went to about probably eight or ten and of course um, found out pretty quickly that you know that you kind of um, exhausted the consumer when they're when they're trying to make a choice and then they make no choice. So we wanted to just offer something simple but also for a good price point for a big purchase but also a maintenance type of package. So we have a large price point. 90-day commitment to virtual health fitness coaching. We have our moderate price point for kind of a maintenance plan or do-it-yourself type of of fitness and nutrition plan, which is a one-year commitment, but it's a smaller price point. And then we also have 30-day reoccurring charges. So if they don't want to make a full commitment to a 90-day or a one-year plan, then they could sign up just for 30 days at that mid price point and then see if they, you know, if it's the right program for them.
0: And and what are you actually charging for all those price points?
1: So our large program, the 90 days health coaching is about $500. It's $498. Our yearly annual do it yourself membership is $99. And then the 30 day program for 30 day coaching is $198.
0: Okay. And you said before this, you had just one package you used to offer. And what was that one package price?
1: Correct. It was a a large package that included the training and a supplement line. We actually have a supplement line that we sell online as well. Um, But it used to be a part of the membership. So it was $298 a month.
0: A month. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's not insignificant. Uh, So it sounds like, yeah, it was really more of a mission to try to help more people that created these other pricing options?
1: Yes. And of course, you know, I'm self-taught as an entrepreneur. So kind of learning about the sales funnel and making sure that you have lower price point offers and be able to, you know, set them up to step up to making a choice to going to a higher price point.
0: Right. So they can kind of, as a, you know, trust what you're doing more, they're willing to kind of move up to the commitment of the 90 day.
1: Right. And especially for what we do, you know, when, when you first start, I mean, we have all experienced this, right? When you first start a a fitness program or a nutrition program, you're kind of all in, right? Like for the first two weeks, you're really gung ho and you're really sticking to it. And then maybe you kind of step back a little bit in the third or fourth week, but you tend to get like huge results in the first 30 days. So that was a good way for us to tier it, because we can prove ourselves in 30 days, you're going to get really big results. And hopefully that will inspire you to continue with us.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So you were the army instructor, and then you transitioned to doing fitness and such. And then you launched this membership. How did you actually get people to know about it? Was it just your, your immediate network of people you've worked with in the past? Or was there some other mechanism you used to, to build up awareness?
1: A combination of both. I mean, you know, we, it's the hustle, right? I mean, I, I pretty much said yes to anything that would get me in front of people because I know if I get in front of you and I look you in the eye, I'm going to be able to sell you. I'm going to be able to turn you into a cheerleader, at least for what we're doing. And what's pretty neat about what we're doing, especially because of the, the, clientele we work with, you know, people cheerlead us on. They they may not want to participate, but they they are aware of us and they want to support us in any way. So, you know, because we're helping military veterans and first responders, our national, you know, heroes, you know, they they just tend to love our business. And we kind of jumped on that. So we're more about just kind of creating this community. So wherever I go out, you know, giving them fire, you know, fire team whiskey sounds cool. You know, it sounds like you're in a really cool club. It's the cool kids club, right? We have this camaraderie. So anybody I talk to, you know, getting them involved in some way, whether it be just sharing one of our videos or, you know, just following us on social media, it really was a grassroots effort getting in front of military members, doing free workouts for them. I don't know how many free workouts I've done with military members, first responders, literally driving to fire stations and saying, Hey, can I set up a free workout for you? So it was a grassroots effort. And then hiring on our virtual fitness trainers, having them do the same thing in their communities was the way we spread the word.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like a lot of, you know, hustling and old fashioned hard work. Was any particular element of that the best bang for the buck, you'd say? Like, was it those free workouts you did at the fire stations that that really drive the numbers or was everything kind of equally just one one thing at a time?
1: We were fortunate. I, I think we learned on accident from the very first thing we did because I created this fitness program and nutrition program and it worked for me. But I wasn't sure if it was going to work for anybody else. So uh, we literally offered our program for free. We had people apply. We ran Facebook ads. And we gave our program for free uh, to about 50 military members, first responders, veterans, and spouses. And we had them sign kind of a contract up front with us to allow us to share their experience and their feedback. So we were able to get right away initial feedback on our programs and great before and after pictures, great quotes, you know, success stories right out the bat. So we could use that then to generate the momentum to catch an audience attention saying, hey, look at this crazy before and after picture. This guy lost 40 pounds in 30 days. Like, I want to jump on board with that.
0: Yeah. That's a really clever approach. Does that, that just came in your mind or did you read that somewhere? How'd you come up with that tactic?
1: That was from Russell Brunson. I think one of the books that I read from him, that's what he did with his coaching business. He, he said, you need to give it away for free and and just expect as an entrepreneur, you're, you know, the first few months you are going to be hustling and you're going to be starving. So you have to really want this and you have to prove that you have the skill set, your product is is what you say it is. But the only way you're going to do that is by giving it to free and getting that feedback from people. Because maybe your program does suck. Maybe your product sucks. But you're so enamored with it because it's your baby. It's your business. So you're going to have to get that honest feedback to make those tweaks in order to have a viable product and service to go out there on the market with. Plus, by the way, up front, you already have that feedback and that that customer testimonials that you can use to generate business.
0: Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense to me. I think the way some people think about like a beta launch of a program is, is kind of those two camps of either it should be free and you get feedback or you charge money right away and get feedback that way. If you're charging money, that's a different kind of feedback, I'd say, right? Because you're getting the kind of people that really need it because they're signing up early and they're still going to pay you money. But with your approach, I think it's also interesting because it, it creates a lot of collateral that you can use. Testimonials, like you said, case studies, images, all that stuff. And when you're launching something, I'm sure you've seen this when you go to a website and there's just not a lot there, right? It's kind of bare. There aren't really any testimonials or maybe there's just one. There's no case studies. It just kind of feels like somebody threw up a web page. You don't really trust it. But if you do what you did, which is you get that feedback, you get that that collateral, the images, and you get to understand if the program works, what the user experience is, where people are getting tripped up, you're getting a lot of stuff for, for quote unquote, free, even though they're not paying you.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I mean, but if you think about it, the equivalency of what you would pay for that kind of marketing You know, it's, it works out in the end, even though, yes, we, you know, we did lose money on giving our program for free away to those 50 members up front, you know, that we've been in business here for two and a half, almost three years. I've used those marketing tools for three years now, and they've always generated income for me. So it's paid itself back, you know, probably threefold by now.
0: Yeah, no, that, that definitely uh, makes sense to me. So, uh, what hasn't really worked for you? Do you have an example of like a marketing thing you tried, or a strategy, or even a pricing experiment, something that just didn't quite work how you were hoping?
1: Yeah, a couple of things. I mean, of course, you know, I could I could name a list of about 150 things that that we failed on as a business. But I alluded to earlier having way too many options that was a big fail for us. We wanted to create a lot of different options for our members, but I think we ended up just confusing the new customer. Maybe our existing customers, they were familiar with some of these programs, but because somebody brand new out of the box wasn't familiar, it fell pretty flat. So that didn't, our sales went way down when we went to that big structure with a lot of choices. So it's definitely picked up since we Simplified it to just three choices for our consumer. Another thing is, was the subscription business is fantastic, but you also have to be very vigilant about making sure your customers understand that, you know, it's a subscription purchase. So just making sure that you're very clear up front um, with your marketing and with your landing pages that this is a subscription service. So, you know, you don't have that kind of negative customer feedback of, well, I didn't know that I was going to be charged again. And, you know, that kind of negative customer interaction, you want to minimize that as much as possible by being very clear.
0: Yeah, 100%. Real quick to dive back into the uh, the time when you were offering 10 different plans, what made you decide that you even wanted to offer 10 plans? I don't think I've seen that very often in, in
1: most membership sites. Because we were just growing like crazy with our fitness program. So um, because, you know, we just started out with like a beginner fitness program, we created kind of an an intermediate fitness program. Then we created an advanced fitness program. Then we created one that used weights and we created one that used uh, one certain kind of equipment. So it, you know, we created all these brand new products and we wanted to offer them in some way. So the idea was to just create different packages for those different 30-day fitness programs. But it just became confusing and convoluted. So we just went, uh, transitioned to the kind of all-access DIY kind of program, or you get your virtual training coach who will customize and pick a plan that works specifically for you and assign you to that. So you, the customer never has to make that choice.
0: Yeah, simple is almost always the best option. So what are some of the resources that you'd recommend for folks that are trying to build a membership business, blogs, podcasts, courses, things like that outside of your own?
1: Yeah, I am a a podcast addict. So anything that has to do with marketing, social media marketing, even old school books, like I even just love that old book, building a brand story. I I think it's maybe 10 10 years old or building a story brand by uh, Donald J. Miller Go With No is another old book that I got a lot out of. I think the thing that um, most people initially struggle with who've never had a sales background is learning how to do sales without being icky, right? So any kind of workbooks or podcasts or webinars that you could get a hold of. And I mean, YouTube is a free resource. So if you're strapped for cash, podcasts and YouTube videos are where it's at. Russell Brunson is another one that, that I highly admire and, and consume everything he puts out.
0: Great. So what's the best way for listeners to learn more about you and your business, Stephanie?
1: Fireteamwhiskey.com.
0: Easy enough. All right. Well, thanks for uh, spending time with us.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for Squarespace, WordPress, Webflow, Wix, Duda, Weebly, and custom HTML sites. Learn more at memberspace.com.